To have passion in life is everything. What's your Everest? Oh, is it yeah. that 200 inch box? They just look so impressive when they're wide. Especially running away. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Eastman's Elevated. It's like a think tank for outdoor activity. Sounds exactly like my hunting. Just always thinking about it, always trying to evolve it and make it better. Here's your host, Brian Barney. Yo, what's happening, guys? Got a brand new Eastman's Elevated for you. So today is a fun one. Uh, today I sit down with Glenn Eberly from Eberly Stock Packs. Uh, Ike Eastman also sits in on the conversation, which makes it really fun. Uh, they're two good buddies that that hang out all the time. Uh, they're always laughing and joking around. They're just hilarious. So it made for a really fun conversation. Put the headphones on these guys and and start chatting. And uh, Glenn Eberly. Uh, he came up with Eberly Stock Packs years ago, and I've uh, been down to their facility down in Idaho. Uh, they, they've totally rebuilt their facility after it burned to the ground once and uh, put together this showroom. And, and I know all the guys that work for, for Eberly Stock, too, and they're all passionate outdoorsmen. Um, Eberly Stock provides a lot for our military. They just build some of the most durable packs out there. Uh, along with that, they pack the weight really well. It, everything's been thought out in their designs. Uh, so I've been using these the last couple of years. Uh, I really like this new kite pack. Um, it's a lightweight day pack that has a good hip belt on it that you can pack quite a bit of stuff. I can even do an overnighter in it. And then I can also pack out my game animals when I get something down. It'll pack a heavy load out. Uh, so lightweight pack, really sticks to your back. You can hunt with it on. That's called the kite pack. Uh, I've also been using the little big top a lot. Um, little big top is like my smaller trips pack. That's a lightweight pack. Uh, you know, cutting the extra cordage down and different things. I think I've got it below, below right around four pounds or something like that and can do uh, up to five days in that pack. Um, and then for my big expedition trips, uh, I, I'm using their Destroyer pack, which is an awesome pack. It's an internal frame pack and um, packs the weight really well. It's heavy duty. It'll fit a ton of cubic inches. You can bring everything and the kitchen sink in it. I can always get my deer out of country or elk or whatever it is. So I love that bigger pack for the longer trips, the five to 10 dayers. But um, they have a great warranty department, stand behind their packs, have a great product, uh, the best materials. They're just trying to build the best packs out there. And, and it's it's for a fair price point too. So if you're in the market for a new pack, make sure to check out Everly Stock. I also want to thank Mountain Archery Fest. MAF is putting on four events this year. Uh, they're 3D shoots that take place at ski resorts where you ride the chair up and then you walk the courses down. They've got multiple different courses for all different skill levels. Uh, it's a family event. goes all weekend long. They have a competition. Um, gosh, I, I see raffles coming up. It just looks like a great time. Uh, so they're doing four events this year. Um, I'm going to try to catch one of these events. Uh, the first one that's in Mullen, Idaho. It's at Lookout Pass. It's June 12th to June 14th. Uh, they have one in, in Pajarto Mountain in Los Alamos, New Mexico. That one takes place July 10th through the 12th. They have one at Eagle Point, Beaver, Utah, June 26th to June 28th. And their final one is at Purgatory Resort. That's in Durango, Colorado. That's July 17th to the 19th. Uh, so it's going to be a great time there. Shoot these events. Like I say, a bunch of different courses of all different skill levels. Uh, they also have a course where they have 29 replicas built of the 29 Pope and Young Big Game World Records. So that'll be really cool to shoot. Uh, and uh, it, it's just the best practice I can do during the summer before I get into fall. Uh, be shooting at those 3D targets and placing my pin on them. It's just, um, it, it helps me so much coming into season to make sure everything's firing right. Uh, so if you guys have a free weekend, make sure to check them out. I've got a promo code here for you. So if you put in uh, Elevate15, that'll get you 15% off and get you a free digital subscription to Eastman's Bow Hunting Journal and Eastman's Hunting Journal for a year. Uh, so you can punch in that code, get a little bit off, and uh, go have some fun this summer. Thanks to MAF, elevate your 3D experience. And with that, 
Um, man, uh, yeah, we're just getting life back to normal, which has been good. Uh, this is a great podcast between Ike and Guy uh, over there at Eastman's. Um, been working hard, making plans for the season. Uh, been drawing a couple tags here and there. Looks like I'm going to have a real busy year. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing out these trail shoes out in the mountains, getting good elevation in. And uh, getting my construction work done, working hard on the podcast, want to get a little bit ahead, you know, as far as episodes, so so I'm ready to rock and roll. But, uh, man, this is what we wait all year for, a couple months away, a couple months to improve our skills as far as shooting and, and uh, fitness and knowledge, the map study, you know, really spending a lot of time on my computer screen rather than my phone screen, which... I do both, and I, I really like being able to use my phone as I can sit anywhere and look at maps or do it in real time, but on the computer, it's so much bigger, you know, um, that Onyx is just a great program for, for research into these units, so uh, I'm bursting at the seams, so excited to get this bow out and do some bow hunt. Of course, I had that, that early hunt for that spring bear, one of my best bears in the last 10 years, so thrilling. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just... Uh, Love this this life that we live, this bow hunting lifestyle, so I cannot wait for season. But make sure to check out everything we got going on over there at Eastman's. Uh, you can check out uh, Eastman's Hunting TV um, on the Outdoor Channel. Uh, make sure to set your DVRs. I've got a few episodes floating around there. I'm really proud of last year's elk episode. I think it came out really good. And then... Um, we're, we're releasing more of my episodes out on the Beyond the Grid. Dan Picard does a great job with Beyond the Grid. Beyond the Grid is our internet TV show. And so uh, we have programming that's just built for Beyond the Grid. You find that at YouTube. Search Beyond the Grid, search Eastman's, and it'll come up. Bunch of great episodes, bunch of great bow hunting, rifle hunting on there. So check that out. And uh, also check out that new podcast I have. Um, uh, yeah, I started a new podcast. It's uh, Eastman's Flycast, so it's got its own page, its its own um, what it, its own hosting site or whatever you have to go to specifically. I know I released that one episode with Todd Helms here uh, just to introduce it to you guys, but I've been having fun with it. Um, been fly fishing a lot here this spring, and uh, plan to do a lot more here in the next couple months. Uh, it's just heating up on our rivers right now. Um, so if you've, you've never fly fished and thought about it or, uh, fly fished before, uh, it's just a great podcast where I have fun with friends and authentic conversation. So, uh, make sure to check that out. That's Eastman's Flycast, And, uh, let's get right into this. So, uh, Ike coins Glenn Everly, the most interesting guy in the world. And he might be right. Uh, Glenn Everly, fighter jet pilot, uh, I, I mean, the list goes on and on. Like, I can't even remember all the things in, uh, that he's done and, um, you know, rifle stocks and um, packs. And um, the guy is always doing fun stuff. He gets the most out of life. And you'll hear even on this recording, he's been skiing like crazy. We barely got him to the meeting to get a podcast. So uh, Eastman's elevated, the most interesting guy in the world, Glenn Everly. Okay, I'm live here at the Sportsman's Expo. Uh, lucky enough to have uh, one of our great partners, Glenn Everly, stop by the booth. Everly Stock. Um, man, uh, you guys in the last couple years, have uh, I've seen such a huge presence now on social media, right. uh, getting Everly Stock in, in so many more people's hands. Like, you guys are making a huge push in the market. Right, we are, and we're super excited about it, yep. which is what you're seeing. I mean, the, the truth is, um, you know, I built my company unconventionally, uh, one step at a time, one brick at a time, you know, bootstrapped it twice, twice actually. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, there's nothing like burning something down to realize that Literally. you have, yep, have to do it again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, your shop caught on fire there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To We've told the story a couple yeah, times. Totally but the, but I was the, trying but to think, what year was that? 2010, Gen Ten. January okay. 2010. Okay. Good Lord, yeah. it, it seems like it was just a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. to me, it <laughs> seems like not you. it was two <laughs> lifetimes ago. Well, and I saw you got the floor space open now and the showroom there yeah. that's really cool and yeah. well designed yeah. and you got some young blood in the company and you've always built uh, really good products but now right. it's just like uh, getting the word out more you know the the military has always loved your stuff you yep. know us at Eastman's love it for hunting and we try to spread the word but it it really seems like you guys are making a big push in the market yeah and it's just because I, I have the right people you know so part of that 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 what we were just you know speaking about is that you know, I built a company, I bootstrapped it, and then lost it because of this fire that, you know, and had to do it, bootstrap it a second time. 
coming out the backside of that, honestly, I was sort of tired and, and, and had other things to do with my life. Then, you know, I, I felt like, okay, you know, the survival itself was a mission and a journey and, a, and really a, cha a big challenge. And, but we did it. And, and then um, I felt like I had successfully, you know, built a brand up to 2010. After 2010, I, I you know, kept, I kept, carried the torch and kept the brand alive. But it wasn't until about um, 2017 that I that I felt like okay you know I, I could see that there are a lot of companies that have probably been inspired by what we had done at Everly Stock um, that were kind of moving into our real estate moving into our right. space and that's fine I, I you know there's a right, there's a reason and a right for Ford and Chevy and Dodge to all make pickup trucks it, you know it makes everybody better actually yeah low for competition. sure for sure and so uh, but I I think that. People, because I was sort of quiet and not engaged in social media personally, I think that people were sort of thinking that we were a waning brand. You know, that we were, they were, they, we let other people sort of, you know, right, take the conversation from us. Right. Um, and and so, yeah, literally, like 2017, um, I woke up to that fact and and decided that it was time to. I'm not super comfortable with the social media thing myself. I don't have a big Instagram presence just because it's not my style. I, I'm a pretty private, personal person. But I have to tell you, Glenn, because I, I follow your your Instagram is one of my most entertaining things every oh, day. Oh, I was yes. going to say the same thing. Oh, yeah. Because it's not it, – you can tell – I think because you're not what you claim not good at it right. makes it entertaining to me. He's Glenn Everly yeah, it's, on it's his it's Instagram. Completely <laughs> legit. Yeah, it's Glenn it Everly. It's not yeah. selfies of him and doing things. Yeah. It's fun things. And it's no right. ego involved. No. You're not yeah, trying okay. to build yourself up. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've already created the brand, but it's just you. Right. That's why we like it. Authenticity right. sells. In and your, and your handle's Ike Eastman, right? Ike Eastman. Not Ike Eastman. No, it's it's so entertaining to watch. To watch. That's fine. Because yeah. because honestly, it's one of those things where I'm a little bit shy about it. But I do have a, a you know I've had an interesting life, and, 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 and to kind it, of open the open the, a page once in a while and show I, I should do more. I of think that. interesting yeah. may be an understatement. It's we call we call you the Dosakis man. You know that in our <laughs> right, office. Right, right, right. <laughs> You're the dos the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. okay. So I have to tell this story. We're at ATA and we go to dinner with Glenn, and one of one of the things I look forward to during show season besides talking to everybody is dinner with glenn we go to dinner and on the way to dinner we're talking Thank and you. glenn says you know i just i had an opportunity now and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start living my life right. and brandon looks at me and goes if Glenn's now living, what the hell was that? <laughs> oh, I mean, he's lived like four <laughs> lives before this. <laughs> right. That's nice. Yeah, that's true. Brandon well, goes, yeah, I just feel, I was, when I go to dinner with Brad or with Glenn, I always feel worse about myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't gosh. done anything. Oh, that, that breaks my heart. Oh, that's fun. No, the truth is, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm good at refreshing things and, and taking opening the next chapter, you know, the, the next chapter of the journey. And so now, yeah, I'm definitely on a new chapter. I'm having a lot of fun now. It's, yeah. it's, I'm well, super excited about you're life. You're always enjoying life. And so yesterday we tried to get you on the podcast and, and uh, you know, it's big Friday at the show. And, yeah. and uh, Glenn's up skiing up enjoying yeah, himself, baby. which is great. <laughs> yeah, That's like, the way it's supposed we to be. You were some hard turns yesterday. Yeah, was, you, yeah you've fun. earned it. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And well, I saw because you, you have a good team behind you now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those yeah. guys, I, I can't talk enough about your right hand tanner oh, that I, guy is yeah. the He's salt of the rock earth solid. yeah yeah for sure and i mean not and not saying bad things about the everybody else <laughs> i've known tanner the longest yeah He's no but, been there but a the long truth time. is each each guy in our team now you know fills a unique role and yeah. the right role it's 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 been cool because you know part of what i was i didn't finish saying earlier is you know the second time around building the company well part of that was i've always realized that the company needed to be bigger than me and and right. and, and have you know, advocates that are not me, um, because right. then uh, you know I'm comfortable with a certain part of it, a certain element of it. But still, you know, we are an authentic brand for sure, and always have been. But to invite other people into that world and turn them loose with it yeah. is super fun because they're young guys and they're passionate about it. They're all really invested in the brand, and they're you know, a band of brothers. I mean, my crew at Everly Stock are buddies. And well. It's Two of them actually are brothers. Aren't <laughs> yeah, they? yeah. Well, they're, they're brothers-in-law. They married sisters. So that, yeah. But yeah, but they're, they're all good dudes, and and they're really um, authentic. You know, when engaged in social media, which is I think an important thing. I mean, we're real, doing real things. You know, it's funny because like last year, if you look at the uh, Everly Stock Instagram and Facebook stuff, you know, you didn't see the biggest, you know deer and elk on people's backs but you know they were it was the way it went it yeah. was the way that we hunted it's and whatever authentic. happened and yeah and and, and and frankly 
we were all happy with like Casey and Austin went on a on a uh, mule deer hunt and Austin's a big mule deer guy you know and right. loves to you know go out and get the, get a big mule deer but they just had this opportunity where the two were hunting and there were two bucks side by side and they were both shooters you know they were neither of them was a trophy but they just were like okay that that countdown to pulling the trigger and dropping the deer and they you know got a double they, yeah and they did it you know together right in the same moment and they chose that moment they could have waited for a bigger deer right. or whatever but they're like no this is let's just do this and and then you know the pictures they took hauling those two deer out are good pictures and they're real pictures because they're the kind of deer that most people shoot mm-hmm. yeah which which frankly i you know my i shot a little four corn uh no maybe maybe it was the three point i don't know whatever he was uh uh whitetail this year right but man he tastes good and i, and I had fun hunting him and yeah. and it was a really difficult hunt and that it was a you know it was a spot and stock in a forest whitetail hunt and um which is easy <laughs> yeah so uh, i was really proud to shoot something and, well, and, and if you only uh, enjoy hunting when you kill a giant animal you're right. in it for the wrong reasons exactly. you better enjoy the journey and the whole process for sure. along the, the way yeah yeah, yeah right. that's the the whole reason we do it yeah. yeah i've definitely seen you out hunting more this this last season yeah um, i don't know if i just see it more on your social media but it looks like you were out quite a bit i was out quite a bit and, and, and again it was one of the, i, I should have probably done a better job at, at sharing it i uh, i actually um filmed more of it and did more of it than, than i put up just because i get back i'm like yeah whatever <laughs> but, but I, um, I enjoyed I, you went camping some cool in a cool couple camping yeah, places that I was fun a to re- watch a couple of really cool spots and of course yeah. you took your land rover which is always yeah. entertaining yeah that, yeah 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 I, I, so yeah. if you don't mind brian I, let's talk about your out there event okay because it was one of the one of the fun things i I did this year, funnest things I did this year besides hunting, but was going to your out there event. Glenn, describe the setting of this. This is the funnest part. Okay, so um, my dad was a a rancher, and through our lives we've had various, you know, ranches, and I reluctantly worked them as a kid. And then my dad was also an airline pilot, so he was a part-time rancher slash airline pilot, and he'd come home and expect things to be done and and you know then he'd go off and fly airplanes and arrest in hawaii and stuff while the rest of us were like oh geez <laughs> feeding things <laughs> yeah. keeping water yeah. open so when dad retired he actually realized how you know that that ranching full-time was actually you know kind of a deal and so he decided <laughs> to sell the active big ranches and he bought um what in idaho is called an inholding or i don't know how many of them there are outside of idaho but in idaho there are these still some private land backcountry ranches um and many of them are on the rivers like down you know the, the bar ranches down in the salmon rivers and whatnot and and dad's is unique in that it's um it's you know a middle it, a, a, a bit of you know private land in the middle of the green national forest you know so so it's uh close to the wilderness in fact. yeah it's just just down the hill from the frank church wilderness north of it and and this amazing old homestead it was founded just in 1902 seven i think four or seven i can't remember i think it's anyway, seven 1907, 1907 on the on the, yeah. on the sign so um anyway this this really cool backcountry ranch that when you see it it's just breathtaking because it's it's so unique in that um you know it's not the most picturesque place in the world in terms of like giant mountains around it but it's it's just it's very picturesque just for being what it's it is it's very beautiful steep. meadow yeah huge meadow with you know timber mountains on both sides yep. it, it is it's and you walk out there the first, i walked out into that with my dad because i it's so far from anything that i've never been there much you know i'd went there one time in the winter time years ago but it's been in the back of my mind i've been like gosh you know we should use the ranch and I, you know i built this cool brand and we should do something where we get people together to to do our stuff you know and and so uh i when i was thinking about it and my, and my dad's older now and i, I kind of know that the ranch you know has a future either with me or with somebody else and i'm like i'm gonna you know make sure so i went and checked it i was like okay this ranch's future is with me yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure and with, and with with everly stock because it's just it's just such a prize such a such an amazing jewel mostly because it's an authentic old like cool thing with all these buildings and barns and you know farm impl- implements you know melding into the grass around and just just crazy old thing that's been there for the outhouse years. that has sunk into the yeah, ground that the eastman's <laughs> and, and brandon mason mason went and righted with tobacco you know just, hey you guys want to you're not driving back i'll go do that so <laughs> yeah, anyway, that was fun yeah it was it was super fun and it was sawmill hey, hey ike you ever run a sawmill no well there's one right over there go figure we need we need to saw some logs go figure that out <laughs> oh, wow. i only broke it twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's the kind of place where you get there and it's like there's just stuff to do but nobody goes there because it's so far off 
off the beaten track. You know, it's a long drive to the middle of nowhere, and then it's a two-mile hike from the end of the road, and, uh, and, and you get into this place, and when you do, it just takes your breath away because, you know, off in the distance on this knoll are these old farm buildings, you know, barns and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, and then there's an airstrip in there, so some guys flew in, including me, which was kind of unique. And you and have fun. an awesome airplane. <laughs> yeah. Took me up in his uh, Stearman. An old did, antique biplane. I don't know what, what we were doing, what acrobat trick we were doing. We were, we were yelling and crying and screaming I was, and laughing. Uh, oh, we I, I, I was <laughs> uncontrollably giggling like a little kid. We were doing hammerheads and clovers and all yeah, these yeah. acrobatic, you know, flipping upside down. All stuff. I yeah. was literally giggling like yeah. a little school kid. Yeah. I could not help it. Oh, yeah, that's so much wild. fun. Yeah, yeah. How many people fun. showed up to the event? Uh, we had around 40, low 40s, and um, and it was funny because as we were as we were setting it up, I was kind of nervous because it's so difficult to get there, so far out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so one of the, you know, we, we, along the way, I've, I've picked up a couple of great, you know, first to use taglines, like our go in light, come out he heavy tagline for hunting is, is terrific. Um, and uh, uh, but one of them, because we, we sell stuff elsewhere and we sort of have a, a brand that evokes adventure, um, you know, I started using the, the word or the tagline, get out there, you know, sort of as a ubiquitous prompt to inspire it's like, going and it's doing It's like something. Nike's just do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. both so, of those are great right, taglines, too. Right. But, but in the, fact, but, the, the okay. going uh, light, come out heavy was used on a Zamberlin podcast <laughs> recently. Yeah, it was yesterday <laughs> on a Zamberlin it. podcast. He said, he said it. it. Right, he, was right, talking right. About, he was talking about, uh, you know, boots, back, yeah, yeah, boots hauling out animals out. and, and what yet, you do, right? he used your tagline. Uh, right. Well, okay. Well, I'll share for, for with him as long as he's not a pet company. No, he's but, <laughs> but anyway, I know. Anyway, but, the, but, but the other one, the get out there one fits. And, and, and I was thinking about this this event. I mean, literally, we put it together just in a couple months. I was like, okay, we're going to call it out there because, you know, it is out there. In oh, fact, yeah. like, when you get to that place, it is like way the frick out there. It is um, out there. Yeah, it, and, a, and it was a, very appropriate. It's a two-hour so, flight yeah. from nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody that showed up at first, I'm like, gosh, you know, we really put a lot into this, and we had like really cool prizes for the events that we were doing, and you know, we had a trap and skeet range and a pistol range, you know, to shoot steel, and a Navy SEAL to teach you how to shoot pistol, and then a, you know, amazing long range shooting with you know the best shooter in the world, Brian Morgan, to shoot to teach guys how to do long range, you know, to find the hole in your knowledge and, and fill it, you know, and. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this beautiful trout stream running down to the middle of it with these little brookies to, and, and, you and know, not, a bunch uh, of Not fly just rides. a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, an yeah, hour, like I caught 40. <laughs> yeah, like in every cast, uh, <laughs> it's just like trout stream. <laughs> yeah, so so the whole thing was just, you know, just, it was prime. But uh, but I was like, I don't know who's coming. You know, I think I think some people are going to come. I hope they do. And so everybody that came for the first, you know, couple of days, I was like, yay, there's something. <laughs> and by what? the end, we had what? like 40-something people, which was the perfect amount. I mean, because it was not so many that you looked across and went, who's that guy? You know, because it was, it, was, it was the right numbers that you walked up to that guy and said, hey, who are you? And then you, they introduced themselves, and you're like, well, holy crap, you're kind of kind of cool, you know? And yeah. it was just full of really neat really people. Really neat people. Yeah. Really neat people. Which which is part of the, for the fun of it, is our brand is attractive, because we're a unique brand. I mean, we're really authentically placed in both the hunting and the tactical spaces and sort of the in-betweens, you know, the law enforcement, everyday right. concealed carry stuff. Um, but, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of just still developing in those marketplaces in a really kind of wholesome and leading way you know we just have we have new things that are cool all coming up all the time mm -hmm. and, and i always i mean i've had some insights where i'm like oh man there's still nobody doing that right and mm -hmm. wait we're gonna do it you know so yeah. um while that's going on um people have been noticing also this social media thing that we've been doing and kind of looking at us going hey man those guys are kind of cool and we are kind of cool to be honest mm -hmm. i mean i'm not saying it about me but i'm saying as a brand i'm really proud of the brand that we have and the, the places that we're going and the opportunities that we have and the authentic things that we're doing yep. and, and so this is a place to you know to kind of invite some of those touch points those people that you know, are from, you know, very different, um, com you know, corners of the universe to come into this place. Yeah, it was and, and not, it was not 100%, uh, you know, when I agreed to go, I thought, gosh, it's going to be filled, it, it's going to be filled with people that we hang out with all winter <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah, show right. season. Yeah. And there was four of those people. Right. And the rest of them, I never met most of right. them. Almost any of them, actually. Right. right. You know, you have Bert yeah. Sornux, who's got awesome uh, yeah, the uh, coolest gym equipment gym equipment you know, in the world all the sports teams and, and the uh, universities yeah teams and, and stuff. brandon lilly who was the strongest man in the world for three yep. years or some crazy thing and their stories yeah i mean just that, I, I don't know i yeah. can't explain how many people there were that were yeah. so cool stories right here's the stories just i mean oh. just just stop you she's one of the coolest people yep. i yep. know in the sense of what she's accomplished she literally took lemons and made 
amazing lemon martinis. Yeah, right. Hey, Christy Ennis, is that who you yeah, said? Christy yeah, Christy Yeah, yeah. 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 She's she's I mean, her story, everybody knows, oh, she, you know, she's a, uh, a vet, disabled vet. But the story after that right. is really neat. Yeah. Even, you know, what touched me the most, I mean, honestly, was the story of her loss. You know, the, the yeah. what she lost in the moment of that helicopter crash. Yeah. You know, her identity. Yeah. And, and her, you know, her part of that was her identity, uh, identity as a beautiful woman. But, right. But she, you know, came out of that, you know, the, the phoenix from the flames. And, yeah. man, if I, I watch her. And I, it, it exhausts me watching what she does because she's constantly engaged and constantly busy and flying and from one place to another. Yeah, and the things, epic, you know, that Living she's in an epic life. Yeah. So, yeah I'm so going to do a marathon. But you have one leg. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to climb Everest. How about climb that? Everest, yeah. <laughs> and she's going to do it again. After hearing her story, she was yeah. up there. She, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, That's all right. Go. After she yeah. was up there, she was up there when all of those oh, the 12 people died. Yeah. She was yeah. on the mountain at the same time and yeah. she, and didn't summit because she didn't want to die. She was well no, because because the person she was with ran out of oxygen. Yeah. yeah. And and you know she was ready to keep going but but the, her team let, kind of let her down and yeah. she's with inside of the summit and she's waiting in that traffic jam of you know that this the human traffic jam at the top of Everest where people can't move because there's traffic jam. The and blog is amazing. Yeah. I read it in real time as she was posting it throughout her journey of yeah. climbing the Everest in there. Didn't say in that blog though that she told us like walking past dead people for yeah. 2 days constantly walking past dead people you go oh my gosh i can't imagine she's gonna do it again yeah yeah she's cool she's my adventurous spirit uh what a great group of people and a great event you put together and it is it is always kind of putting yourself out there when you plan something big you're uh build it and you hope they come but uh you know you have so many people that believe in your brand and believe in what you guys do uh had to be really cool to put that all together is this something you're going to do uh for years to come Oh yeah, I mean it, it'll be. It's an invitation-only event for sure because um, because logistically it's um, it, it's challenging and also the truth is, you know, forty-something people is the right number. And now that we the first time we did it, virtually everybody who came was like, "I want to come again. Can I bring my friend?" Well, I, we're like, "Well, yes, we'd love to have you come back, but I don't know about the friend because they might be the best person in the world. We don't have room. Yeah. So there's going to be so we have to get, get selective on who comes." You know, wishing that we could do, but we'll, we're going to do it every year for sure, and that's that's part of the future of myself and the ranch, and um, and then it's just a great way to kind of connect people, and we're going to start you know doing things that connect people to our gear, obviously all out there also, and that um, you know it's it's a place to use packs and and you know put a load on them and see what they do, and um, uh, and you know play with our clothing and whatever we're we're doing, and um, with maybe rifles parts that we're building <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the rifles to come up because i know i know you've been tinkering with them oh, i've watched oh, a couple hand-built everly stock rifles come out of your right. instagram page it's, it's right. been a while since those everly stocks since the stocks right, right? and right, i right. Yeah. i saw that and i always remembered that in your office the different stocks that you design and listen yeah. to you talk about them and yeah. the designs so uh and, and you had a couple models that you were talking about bringing back so you've been working on them lately huh yeah you know just well honestly um it's been a long time since I, since I built a rifle stock, and yeah. I have I have some really cool barreled actions, you know, from that I got from Defiance Machine, and, and you know, just a, a selection of things that I wanted to play with and haven't had time to, to mess with. So this fall, as I was setting this up, I mean, first of all, um, ge- gearing up for this elk hunt out of the ranch, um, it was a mid-September rifle or bow hunt, and knowing where it was and knowing that I was going to a place by myself where I didn't know what I was going to encounter, I was like, well, rifle or bow rifle <laughs> yeah you know because if i you know see an elk i'll be lucky and and if i see an elk you know that's 150 yards from me i want to kill it yeah and, and and so um it did turn into one of those kinds of hunts but pre- prepping for it i was like you know i, I want to build i want to build a little a new shape and kind of play with some ideas that i haven't had time to do so yeah so i literally went and laid up a new uh, carbon fiber and and wood laminate and uh, and cut into it and it just it was cool because all the muscle memories there you know and i and i did not carve that thing out and uh, it was, it was really it's it a was, really pretty rifle yeah it, it is pretty it came out good yeah. but where i want to go with that honestly is um that's a good technology it, it's a great technology in fact it's one that i, inv- I developed in 1985 Built my first hunting rifle with it in 1987. That was a long time ago. Wow! <laughs> yeah. And nothing's been done with it ever. Right? Since. Nobody's ever. Nobody's ever really figured it out. And 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 so I have a really cool t- new technology that's never been captured. And I could do that, but you know, things that Everly Stock does has to be manufacturable. And you know, wood and carbon fiber layups are really cool. But man, it's a tough thing to, do, yeah, to get right. Yeah. So. Uh, but there are other technologies that are, people are still not getting right. And a lot of it is the shape, the geometry, the way the rifle fits you. I mean, people that have 
used my rifles to hunt with them typically really like them and and uh, and there's just something about the shape that it's intuitive and that you know makes it easy to throw the rifle up and shoot something and I'm not the only one that does that but I have a unique approach to it and and so I really want to take that that shape and make a nice like lightweight mountain rifle and what I, I, I like about it is you you sat back and said okay how does the human body actually work right and what would a rifle look like if you look if you had the ability to build it however right. because they're they are completely unique right. it is not your typical you know barrel pistol grip right. uh comb right. it's completely unique and right. i i got to shoot a couple of them at the outdoor out there event it was it was a blast yeah. they sh they are so comfortable so yeah. comfortable yeah 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 you're not yeah. trying to form your body to the rifle the rifle is formed to your body if that right. makes sense oh wow yeah, I've seen them. I, I know kind of what you guys are talking about, but they they are so unique, like yeah. you said. I They're like nothing on the market yeah, right, right now. Right, yeah. yeah, which is kind of fun. It's weird to look, to look at something and go, yeah, there's nobody doing that. And I, I'm not going to say what it is, but I, I you know, one of the blessings that we have is uh, the universe of people who use Everly stock is a pretty cool group. I mean, pretty badass on yes. both the hunting side and on the, on the military side. You know, these... Just amazing array of like, especially in the sniper community. I mean, we, th those guys are our—it's our world, yeah. and and we're their world. And um, but the, some of the special forces teams that are you know going to war for real, like this past year, this this one—I don't know which you know—I don't know if they were out of Delta or if they were you know one of the Army SF teams. They, they didn't say they wouldn't say who they were or that where they were. But I've been corresponding with them, and they sent back some really cool pictures. Because um, the whole team decided to gear up with our stuff, not because you know they're fans of Everly stock, but because they know that our stuff is robust and not likely to break um, in the middle of whatever piss hole they were in, and um, and at the same time, they chose them because of the shapes and functionality of the of the packs of the product, the way they work. So these dudes start sending us pictures of X2s, which is what's you know a hunting pack I designed years ago, a mainstay hunting pack. Um, but they actually had, had hunting versions of it. You know, it was like, they had like a bright yellow Everly Stock logo on them. <laughs> totally tacked. I mean, these guys are like the real deal, like a badass special forces. Downrange right? with a with a yellow with the, with the oh yellow Everly Stock. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. And then this one picture comes. It's a freaking T Elk pack, an M5 T Elk pack, big, you know. Team Elk logo on the side. You're Silver kidding me. On the side of it. Yeah, their medic was using that. It's got the red piping going up. You know, you know, just stuff that I just did for fun to make the pack stand out. You know, to make people go, hey, this is, the, you know, with the Elk Foundation, a pretty unique hunting pack. Mm -hmm. But it's a great pack. You know, they chose it because it's a great, it, the way that thing lays out for that that particular guy in the unit, that was the pack he needed. It's a small and day pack, right? Yeah, it's a, the, it's a pretty good size, like a mid mid size like pack. Like 1800 or something like oh, that. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, sorry, a, I had yeah. that so we have a, we have a new with one. the M30 with the Elk logo is the yeah, one yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. We have a, or, yeah. or the it's the the um, not the M30 whatever I designed it I named it I can't remember what it's called, but it's called <laughs> we call it the Bandit but it's a little oh, one okay right 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 one Bandit that yep. we did that's that's a new one I've, but the I've really pack is I've really thing. enjoyed that hunting as a minimalist like uh, hunting with that super ultra lightweight carrying my game bags in it yeah. but uh, you know when you're stalking animals and you don't have to take off your pack you can move with the elk herd you can yeah. so there's a, a whole new minimalist movement hunting with those right. the smaller packs yeah. you know where um, when yeah. you're day hunting and things so I've really enjoyed using it this season oh good awesome. yeah I can't yeah. I couldn't remember the name of it but I really <laughs> right. enjoyed using it right yeah, yeah. yeah good That's I've got good the enough. other three that I that I use all the time the kite pack is my day pack yeah. uh, little big top is like my three to five day or awesome uh, yeah and then um, uh, I, I love the the destroyer for like um, big trips you oh, know cool. expedition right. style right, right. trips 10 and, days or and more. do you have one of our frames like a main frame or carrier yes frame I do have the main the, frame that, that works with the packs if you need it to so that's you, my favorite the main frame with the bat wings on it right I mean you can and then put one of your dry bags in the middle. That's yeah. That's yeah. yeah. It was fun to watch. So as a little brother, it's it's good when I get one on guy. He <laughs> didn't have that system. He was using I think the just one or maybe the destroyer when we went sheep hunting. And I had that system all built because I'd already mule deer hunted with it yeah. the year before. And we get home 
and he walks into Brand's office. You got to get Glenn to send me the exact thing <laughs> Ike used. That's awesome. I was like, yes. well, the, the, the mainframe it packs the weight so well, and then um, like I use that for packing all my elk quarters. Like that yeah. is the best pack for packing elk quarters. But yeah. you're right, it's functional where you put a dry bag on it, yeah. and it's super lightweight, as minimalist as you can get for like a backpacking trip. Yeah. Uh, but but then it packs the weight so well. well. And, and Glenn has two versions of it. What's the bigger, the taller one? Do you we have did, a? We did a, a tall one. Um, just we call it the mainframe, the tall mainframe. Okay, because um, yeah. that one doesn't fit me. But the guy, there's obviously our crew's ginormous. <laughs> Most guys are over six two, and they love that taller one because they have really long torsos right. it doesn't fit me right I'm, well i'm, I'm six three legs. and it doesn't fit me i mean honestly I, I i use the regular one yeah because you know the way a pack fits you is dependent on your your the top of your iliac crest your shoulders you know, right that, that length your torso yep. length yep. Um, and i have a really short torso right so we're so. probably the same most guys have a 19 inch torso 19 yep. to 19 and a half is really typical like all three of us sitting here you brian are are, are Five Shorter seven, than me, five uh, seven, but you probably have close to a nineteen inch torso just right. looking across the table. Yeah, at you. yeah, because exactly. we're all eye to eye, right. sitting at a table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we stand so, up; it's different. <laughs> right. Yeah. So a lot of people don't get that. They're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm six four. Like, what do I need?" And we're like, "Well, actually, you know, I, sit down and I'll talk, and we can talk about that." Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, measure yeah. from your shoulders yeah. to your well, belt. Well, and yeah. I like how you can customize all these packs to the individual. So yeah. there's so many components that you can use with that mainframe. You know, I right. can put my little big top on on it for right. like a longer or your trip. Kite. Yeah, yeah. The kite and then there's so many accessories for carrying things on it so yep. you can you and can we're really just starting to build that world out now again we're you know it's like i realize okay i don't even know how many products we i honestly don't have any clue how many packs we make how many pouches how many you know <laughs> I, I know how many, you know pieces of apparel are in the line but um but <laughs> you know the rest of it i'm like i don't know i don't count just make the next thing mm -hmm. um but the cool thing about the the mainframe system is you know it's part of what we call the e-mod the everly stock modular system and um, it's it's mature. P most people don't understand that we've been building into that system for years, and so we have tons of options, tons of different ways you can configure things, tons of things that interface and interplay, and ways that people don't even expect. Um, and so one of the things that's fun now with this new team that we're talking about that I've got is that we're starting to tell that story. We're like, oh, you know, we've had so much stuff lying around that we never told people how to use, <laughs> that I never told people how to use, that, um, you know, once we start, the problem in the past year, where since we've become more sophisticated about communication, is that we've had too much to talk about. There have been so many things that people didn't know about. Like, that they, you know, it's like, okay, pick that up. Let's talk about that. You know, for a couple of weeks. Um, but now, you know, we've done it. We've we've kind of cycled that for about a year, and that's been going well. You know, we have we have people going, following us, going, oh man, that's cool, and they try yeah. it and we're like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but the next generation of stuff that you know that we're going to grow into that is, I think, going to be really good. I'm excited about you know what's in the pipeline for us and. Um, and, you know, I, I actually I, I hired a new designer for the first time. And, and people would think, looking at our company, that, you know, that, that there are hundreds of people working there. That, a that a new pack designer? Or a he new will be. I mean, I don't, I don't consider Not a, a graphic designer. designer. No, 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 a gear designer. Okay. And uh, he'll, he, he hasn't done packs yet, but he will. Um, it's just fun to have it, an apprentice, you know, somebody on my wing now that I can go, hey, hey. Nathaniel do this and he's like okay you know you just get that and, and, and it's probably going to be fun to bounce you stuff off 10 each other. versions of it you know yeah. and then and then you can go well I, how about you know the way this zipper runs like like we're doing gators for example and you know lots of people do gators and I put a lot of gators on that people other people have made and yeah. and and I'm like okay what's the best way you know how where are your hands going to go when you reach down to put a gator on and where should that zipper start where should it stop you know what right. should it be made out of what's the, what's the what's the right way to do this so um, you know so with him you know I say hey make a gator and he you know draws something up you get 20 versions of it or 10 and uh, and then I, and then I question him about okay those things where you know when you are sitting right here and you're looking at your feet and you reach down you know what can you reach most easily what what can you see um, so just that example you know of, of having somebody to you know me teach somebody and and to have that interplay start that's is, fun is really cool i'm super excited about it and yeah he, and yeah and, and again he's just like he's like a duck in a pond you know he, he grew up in california then was living in massachusetts and he, and when we're talking to him on the phone um you know you can just tell he's kind of eager to, he's like you know you guys can use guns in idaho right i'm like Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you, you don't know. Wait till, you, wait till you show up here, you know, because if you walk into Everly Stock, you better not walk into Everly Stock to rob the place because <laughs> it's like there's an armory. <laughs> and, uh, 
And yeah, so they so and my guys love to shoot. You know, they're always going out. You know, challenging each other to get out and do stuff. And and so yeah, young Nathaniel's just having a lot of fun. Just you know, going out and learning how to use the AR. He's how cool. got, building an AR right now and having a blast doing yeah. it. And, well, and yeah, um, you've done all the design work for so long. It's yeah. been all on your shoulders. It's yep. it's probably nice to have somebody else to work on things. For and then sure. just like you said, the brainstorming and right. thinking about it together. And he's uh that young blood and so eager to learn and yep. eager to do well yep. and eager to bring it to you a new design or a better way to do things yep. uh that's a great process for building really good products yeah and that's the other part of it too is that you know my my crew is they're highly critical of our stuff you know it's it's been interesting um one of the in interesting things for example has been um the guys that were skeptics of one thing or another you know they're like oh that's not my thing it's, i don't like that you know like oh well, why not you did you try it you know, no it's just not my thing well try it you know then let's talk about it. they try it and they're like actually I do like it, you know, like, right. you that know, is my I'm thing. not going to name names, but let's say, you know, one of them was a skeptic of the mainframe and then he tries it and he, he came back and he goes, he, he goes, oh, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. And then, you know, later on, he's now, now he's like, you can't, the guy can't shut up about it because he understands, <laughs> you know, and, um, and so we have, uh, you know, that, but, but, but at that same time, I love the fact that guys are critical about it. And, and I'm like, uh, you know, when I hear that somebody said something about something, I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? Cause you know, don't be shy. If, if you have a, a critique, you know, I might challenge you on why you came out to that conclusion, but I want to hear it because you're going you're to challenge me because I'm not going to think of everything. I'm not going to, you know, have all the insights, and I don't want to. I, I, you know, I want, I want my guys to think on their feet and to be the, you know, the, realize that they are at the helm and, mm -hmm. and they're, you know, bringing up what, what we're doing next and kind of mm -hmm. creating things and critiquing things. And it's super fun. I, I, I love the fact that... Um, and a lot of companies do this, and a lot of companies don't do this, but I love the fact that your crew actually uses your product. Oh, yeah. So many times I, I will run into a company in the hunting industry, and, you know, there'll be something I, I literally will tell someone, have you guys ever used this in the field? Right. This doesn't work because of X, Y, Z. Your guys, they're in the field. They use this stuff. So when you're, when you're talking, hey, this, I don't know, I'm, make it up you know this this strap doesn't seem like it's wide enough oh yeah we did that because of this mm -hmm. oh well i trust it because you use it right i love yeah. that fact right. about your company yeah for sure right your yeah. culture well it's where the rubber meets the road it's right. putting your products to to practice out yeah. in the woods and oh one guy can only put so much stress in in so right. many ways on on the yeah. on the pack or on the, you know the clothing or whatever it is but when you get 10 guys that are really passionate about hunting and then they're always thinking how to improve it and how right, to make it right. better and how it'll work better. Right. And then you bring all those ideas back and then hash them out and talk about them. That's yep. where you get great products. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we're there's a lot of action at our company right now. There's a lot of there's a lot of passion, a lot of interplay. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be so. fun to be part of and, and oh, yeah. fun, you know, especially since you've grown it for so long. But the big changes in the last couple of years, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, and I feel like, honestly, I mean, I felt this way for a long time that I'm like, OK, you know, we've, we've laid the foundations. You know, we've got the the, the a, a good base. You know, now we're going to build a company. Now we're going to build a brand. Now we're going to let this brand go where it can go. Mm -hmm. And um oh, I, did, I didn't finish saying that, you know, speaking of going where you can go. Um, so in, in that thing I was doing with the guys from the, the special forces this this year one of the things that happened is this guy gave me an insight into a certain kind of pack that people have been asking me for forever and I've been like I'm not going to do that you know that's stupid you know it's start, starting weight is way too much and you know but for the first time I understood what the issue was and and that there is a you know a main type of military pack and military load bearing equipment that is not right everywhere and and it's, it's just incredible. You know, I'm looking at this going, I, I've always, I've kind of known about it and thought about, yeah, you know, there's probably a better way to do that. But now I'm, I'm realizing that the way that guys are moving equipment isn't right. Mm -hmm. And I'm super excited to be like, That's we, cool. we have a, another opportunity to be like the first brand to get something right. That's and, really cool. Yeah, in a big way. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. Well, and you're really good at looking at, at holes in the, either holes in the marketplace or products and going, I can make that better. Yeah. There's yeah, we don't just make it to make it, but we're like, uh, you yeah. know, that, that actually, we, we, the things that we make generally need to exist. You know, that's my, right. that's, if I, yep. if I don't see a purpose for it, I don't make it. Or yep. if, it's, if it's for like a really limited person purpose, I'm not likely to make it. But if, but if, there, if it's like 
impactful and going to yep. matter, you know, whether in the hunting industry or the, you know, the tactical sphere. I'm like, yeah, that we we're in. We're all over that. Mm-hmm. So that's way cool. So, Glenn, what are some of the new items that maybe people don't know that, that Everly Stock is making that you're really proud of that uh, sure. you, you want to put out to the world? Okay. So, I mean, a lot of people don't know that we're doing apparel. And, 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 and if they do, they're like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, they're doing that too. Well, every, everybody's doing apparel, right? Everybody wants to be a apparel company. Well, I, I, I'm a user of performance apparel and have been sent from the early. I, I got one of the first... Gore-Tex suits that the, the Norface ever made in the in the seventies, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It would have been the seventies. I was in, I was like twelve years old. Wow. <laughs> Maybe fourteen. Probably fourteen years old. You know, that young innocent. Um, my little league baseball coach, I think I've told you guys before, mm-hmm. later in life became the president of the North Face. And and when they were first experimenting experimenting with this new Gore-Tex stuff, they he knew I was a Nordic skier, and he's you know threw me bone and sent me a. Cortex, you know, top and bottom, and I gave him legitimate feedback about it, you know, which he really appreciated. He was like, gosh, that's, you know, better feedback than I get from most people. Thank you, you know. And, <laughs> um, but I was, like, honored that I, you know, that I, that I got to play. Um, but any, the point being that um, that framework has always sort of been in my head. I've, I've been critical of how things work, and which is, the, which is why Everly Stock exists. You know, this, this whole thing happened because I'm the kind of person that would look at something and go, gosh, you know, there's still nobody making a good hunting pack. And for years I was making my own, and I was like, gosh, I'm still, I'm, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, and, and right. that's, where, that's where this started. But the, the, the apparel side is part of that. I mean, you know, we go into the field with the things that matter the most are your boots and your pack, you know. And, and, um, but beyond that, you know, if you have things that keep you dry when, when the weather's crappy, or particularly in that kind of intermediate space where it's 30-something degrees and wet, you know, that's when you can go out and die, you yeah. know. And, and so um, looking at what's out there has been one of the, you know, Feeling, knowing that there, that we could do things better, has always been part of part of my kind of um, purpose, or, or you know, waiting for it to happen. And I, I had the ideas for it, you know, before the main brands that are out doing a per- performance apparel even existed. Mm-hmm. But I didn't pursue them because I had this other project going on, solo the solo project of you know <laughs> taking over the world of backpacks. So you know, we, but I've always wanted to do it. And then, and then, kind of a corollary to that in hunting has been. I'm kind of a student of camouflage. I mean, I, I've watched what people use for camouflage and the and the BS stories that you know one one brand or another uses to promote their you know goofy pattern, um, and the goofy the BS stories that the U.S. Army used to promote its goofy yeah, pattern, no <laughs> the ACU thing, that whole story. So uh, you know, I've I've been a critic critic of camouflage for years and worked on making a real a real camouflage for years, and so. Um, I'm not a camo queer. I mean, I, I, I design camouflages. I believe in them. I love wearing something where I feel like I blend into the environment. I mean, it just makes me feel better as a hunter. Yeah. Um, but I think I could also be wearing blue jeans and a plaid shirt and probably be just as successful most times. So that's you know, where so you guys do solid colors as well yeah, 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 as yeah, the camo sure. patterns. Yeah, yeah, but the camo is kind of what led me to go, okay, it's time. And that, you know, I've been putting my own camouflage patterns into our packs for years. Mm-hmm. And people go, well, what's the closest to, you know, X, Y, Z? And they pick some. And now there's a couple companies that have these really, you know, psychedelic patterns that nothing that anybody makes is close to. And so you know, maybe the solids fit there. But, but. But along the way with our patterns, you know, we have some good legitimate patterns that, are, it, it, that now, especially, I developed. I mean, they're true good camouflages. Yeah. They, they really do work in the right environments. You know, we have three of them that we're going to go into the future with. And so making apparel to match the packs, you know, was a nice thing to do. But it also gave, it gave me a reason to finally stop the presses and go, okay, we're going to do this. But, you know, absolutely we make solids as well as the camos. But the, I guess the thing to talk about behind that is not, you know the, the patterns or the colors so much is the technology that's in them because um, I always said you know through the years especially watching other brands rise into the marketplace I'm like you know Everly Stock cannot do anything if I don't feel that we can do it better than anybody else is doing it so um, yeah I mentioned you know Gore-Tex earlier I, I don't think Gore-Tex is the best um, material I'll say to, to put into a breathable outer jacket a rain jacket you know there there are better technologies out there that that um that, that outperform that and so you know figuring out where you go to get what's better you know and there are some brands out there that are used by outdoor retail brands and that people know about but i happen to find a a, a, a dude that you know I, I could just put my put our brains together and go okay you know we want breathable and, and we want um waterproof and four-way stretch those three three things typically don't go together 
and and um, so you can get two of them. Yeah. So our Trinity Peak Jacket, for example, is those three things. It's it's four way stretch. So if you put it on, it moves with your body. It feels different. It kind of kind of cool. And it's waterproof. Super waterproof. It's like wat more waterproof than the. Uh, the, the other brands, I won't say. <laughs> Compel yeah. The competition. So, yeah, yeah. And, and it's way more breathable. I mean, if you walk around with that thing in your hands, with your hands in your pockets, you can feel the air coming through. You know, it's crazy breathable. So um, almost, you know, you have to have something underneath it if you're just wearing it, you know, to because the wind will come through it. So, But if you have the right thing underneath it, then, you know, we have actually a layering system that's effective. It's, it's, it starts with a unique base layer. goes to the, this thing I'm wearing right now, this Bruno hoodie. Um, this by itself, by your skin, is awesome. It's one of the best, you know, shirts I, I think that you could have. This over a base layer is like it'll take you in the most climates very comfortably. It looks like it work in in hot weather too. It's made for hot weather. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. like all by itself, it's just yep. it's it's awesome. Oh, uh, I it's, bet. It's a, it's a sun protective thing, but it's and it's a four way stretch, so it's very comfortable and airy to wear. It's very pleasant to wear all by itself next to skin. You put anything underneath it, like a t shirt even, and you feel, you know, warm because that because it's. In order to be a sun barrier, that's also kind of a wind barrier. So it's actually kind of a good wind shirt. All by itself, it's nice and airy, but anything underneath it, then you start to you realize you're layering. You know, even with right. a t-shirt, you're layering. Mm -hmm. So put a base layer under it, and it's freaking warm because it's it's a good wind barrier. You know, put the hood up on this thing, and it's protecting you from the sun, getting your your neck and ears from keep, from getting sunburned. But put it up because it's windy, and you've got a windbreaker on, even though it's a four-way stretched, you know, flexible thing. Huh. Super pleasant to wear. Mm -hmm. um, and then we go out from there. We have a couple of good Prima Loft pieces, a vest and a jacket, uh, a couple of really cool, um, uh, like a, 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 a jacket called the Bennett Mountain. Um, I'm sorry, the the uh, Cash Peak jacket mm -hmm. um, is uh, is a one of those line. mountains in yeah, Idaho. It's a fleece line, it's a fleece line <laughs> jacket um, that's super breathable. Again, like the air comes through it, it almost radiates heat, but it's also waterproof. Mm -hmm. So it's not as waterproof as the Trinity Peak sh uh, shell, which is, I think, the best weather shell on the planet. I think we honestly, Everly Stock has the best weather shell on the planet. Mm -hmm. um, but the the Cash Peak is cool just because it's it's just airy. And so our stuff. The point of my my talking about those is that. These are all made for action. You know, they're they're made to move. They're made to be comfortable, so you're not like raining inside your jacket while you're while you're hiking up a mountain. And so that when you get to the top, you don't feel sweaty and cold for 20 minutes. You know, you, if you're wearing our layering system right, you get to the top of the mountain, you feel pretty good. You're ready to go. You're ready to sit there for a while. Put on another layer when you start to cool off and get cold. And but you're never feeling wet. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I I feel like we've really achieved something there. And that just the start. I mean, we, this is the launch line. You know, what's coming in the future will be things that fill in holes and make more, and, and it's going to be really good. I'm super excited about oh, it. Glenn, uh, you're such an innovator, uh, such an interesting guy. I always love to have you on the podcast. Um, us at, at Eastman's, we're huge believers in Everly Stock and everything you guys do. So just thanks for building great products, standing behind them, and uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Do you, have, do you have new packs coming out? I'm sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. I'm sure the yeah. new designer's got something yeah. in his mind. No, I probably got some closing I, thoughts. I probably designed a few packs myself this year. I can't quite remember. <laughs> but yeah. Well, Glenn, That's I just yeah. appreciate uh, appreciate our friendship. We've been yep. friends for a long time, actually. Yep. We found out it's more than a decade. Uh, we're becoming brothers. Yeah. That's good. And I like uh, appreciate the partnership, obviously, sure. and the support. And, and I, I, you know, if you haven't checked out Everly Stock, go check them out because it, it will change your hunt for sure. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Both you guys, you know, I'm yeah. honored that you genuinely like what we're doing and I love encourage what you to be doing. critical of it. And uh, it's it's fun to have this alliance. It's an awesome, awesome So you're thing. telling me I can't invite somebody to your outdoor uh, yeah. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain young lady you'd be welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> Why does my wife get invited to everything I don't? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right, guys. That's a wrap. Yeah, fun conversation with those two. Gosh, my stomach hurts after getting done with them uh, laughing. And uh, so good in life, isn't it? Just to have fun and laugh. And <laughs> sometimes the more inappropriate it is, the funnier it is. Uh, it's, it's just great. Uh, so really fun conversation. I really appreciate Eberly Stock and Glenn Eberly and everything they do. They've stood behind this podcast, and um, I really like their products. I think they've got great products, and uh, they bring it out at a great price point. Um, so yeah, thanks to Eberly Stock. If you guys are in the market for a new pack, make sure to check them out. Again, I'm running the Kite, the little big top, 
and um, the Destroyer, but everybody has their own preferences. They've they've got more packs than that. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys in the office they love using the um, oh the external pack frame. I should have these notes written down, but I'm just on the fly and really like these products. But there's they, they have a bunch of different products. I've also been trying out, I believe it's this M39. It's like a super lightweight pack, and um, it's got no hip belt on it. It's just the shoulders, but it's like this style of lightweight hunting when you don't need much. You just got your game bags in there, little lunch, and you're hunting with your pack all day. Because the minute you set your pack down when you're elk hunting... Then it gets left miles behind and you have to move with the herd. And so you got to have a pack you can hunt with too. So I've been checking out the smaller pack, doing some runs with it and um, fishing with it and things of that nature. So, um, But a great company, Eberly Stock. Glenn Eberly, a great guy. And thanks to Ike for sitting in on the conversation. Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's fun fun to do all different types of podcasts and uh to sit down and laugh so hard like that and just have an authentic conversation uh i really enjoy those so thank you guys for all the support uh oh i also want to thank uh mountain archery fest again they have those four events they're putting it on i couldn't be happier to see life getting back to normal just been wild here um gosh just shut the country down you know and we're all just trying to make our own decisions and, and look at things as they come and manage for our family and things. And, and definitely my perspective has changed throughout time. But, yeah, I'm just ready to get back to normal here. Um, you know, and, and I've had it better than most. But, um, you know, just when I think about the middle class or, you know, think about people that are paycheck to paycheck, locked down and can't make money, I feel bad for those people. Like, God, let's get out, get this economy rolling again. But. There's a lot smarter people making those decisions. Uh, I just have to to buckle up and ride it out. But um, yeah, it's fun to see things get back to normal, and uh, so I'm I'm really happy for MAF putting on these four events this year, uh, 3D shooting events where you ride the chair up at a ski resort and then walk down these different courses and shoot. It's just so fun. Um, I know I'm gonna do one this year. Get ready for my fall hunts. And uh, if you guys get a chance, check out one of these events they have going on. All right. Well, uh, the fire is burning deep and hard and hot. <laughs> it's like, uh, man, I am just ready to bow hunt. Uh, that bear fired me up. I've been bow hunting with Dan quite a bit. Gosh, we've been seeing bears getting some good plays. Uh, just hasn't quite been able to get it done on the right bear yet. But um, been having fun doing that and um, really working hard construction right now um, podcast recordings and, um, just trying to get ahead for season so I can just cut these legs loose and go. Um, been training, uh, real hard, like finally got my back back to a hundred percent or at least 99. Uh, so just, um, now's the time to improve couple months, you know, it's been so good the last five years. Uh, but now it's just more, more core exercises, um, more twisting, uh, you know, making sure I'm getting in my trail runs, but I also need to do that weight training for that lower back, upper back, just every day. Um, living on the pull-up bar and uh, kettlebells, and um, so it's been really good. Gosh, I'm feeling really fit. Um, just can't wait for season. Just want to be at my best. A uh, bunch of map research, sitting down and really working off the computer, trying to build hunt plans, and oh, I just can't wait. Yep. To be here before we know it a couple months away to really train hard and really peak here as far as shooting physical fitness knowledge of these units just go into these things with the right attitude but um man this is what i absolutely love you know i love preparing for hunting season then when it gets here you got those i've got a bunch of early hunts this year fun early hot hunts you know pushing it in the high country chasing mule deer my absolute love, my favorite place to be and hunt. So I know I've got an early season mule deer hunt and um, a couple other ones that are going to stack up with that. My buddy Dan drew a good elk tag that takes place in August, so I'm going to go help him out with that. And uh, just roll into season. Good mule deer tags, good elk tags, antelope tag. Well, I haven't got it yet, but it's about 100% here in Montana for the bow only. You get to hunt the entire state. Such a great tag. So many great places to go. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the time to do a antelope mission, especially September during the rut. It's elk season, but 
I'll find my time here or there to chase those things around because they're just so fun. Oh, excuse me. Sneeze. I swear that isn't Corona. Because <laughs> um, in public now, you, you sure don't want to be sneezing. Like uh, sneezing or coughing or boy, oh boy, you get crucified. Uh, the world is just so weird right now behind masks and stuff. I just, um, I don't know. Get life back to normal. I'm ready for it. But, uh, yeah, really fun. I'm having fun doing this podcast. Make sure to check everything else that we have going on at Eastman's. Uh, you can get a, subs- a subscription to both magazines right now if you text Elevate220 to 22828. It's forty nine ninety nine, but you get a free Outdoor Edge replaceable blade knife with it. So you can check out that promo code. Uh, check out our magazines. I'm, I'm always doing articles in there. Uh, occasionally, occasionally they're writing article or, uh, releasing those articles, past ones I've done. I've seen them come out in the email or in their blog. You can check that out at eastmans.com. And, um, yeah, excited for season. Let's get this thing rolling. Fun conversation with Glenn Eberly. Uh, thanks to Glenn. Thanks to Eberly Stock for their support. Uh, I see him a couple times a year. I always enjoy sitting down and chatting with him. Um, the guy's just an absolute go-getter, and uh, gosh, he's got some great people in place at Eberly Stock, too. Uh, they're just all really good guys working really hard to make it uh, the very best it can be. So um, I'm, I'm real happy for those guys and uh, appreciate their support. So uh, thanks to them. Thanks to you guys for the support. Uh, the subscribing to the podcast, listening to this podcast is the, is the best thing you can do for me. Uh, listening to this podcast... Um, yeah, the, the social media, try to keep up on as best I can with everything I have going on, but try to share my journey and, um, yeah, I appreciate it guys. So, um, until next week, we out.